Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Point forward. This is the why. Like, is is it now recording? I think it is. I had it going. Okay, so with it being recording, I just want to let people understand this. We've had several episodes where we've talked about this nigga Frank fucking around with this goddamn Samsung. We're trying to find some video of Hubert Davis Davis before we get to the show. And I'm sitting here. Spider done gave me the, you know, the amp to be able to plug my phone in. Yeah, a little widget to, 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 to do and play the clips that we need to play. Frank finds the longer clip. He is efficient and effective in this manner. Thank you. He's but going. then, he's going on. Spider said, "Just Frank said, I want to send it to you. I got the full clip." Spider said, "Just what did you say just again?" Spider, airdrop it. Airdrop just it. airdrop it. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Do you know why? Going <laughs> shit is fast. You know what it is super fast. Is. You know what's really in WhatsApp if you can. Do it's it. in WhatsApp. It's, it's in WhatsApp. There. <laughs> and go to like, Samsung. Go is. to. Uh, <laughs> Um, while they're transitioning, Coach Davis, if you would speak to um, your feelings of being the first black head coach at UNC men's basketball, and then have you had an opportunity to speak to Charlie Scott, the first black scholarship basketball player at UNC? I have not. And I just, uh, before I came down here, I had a note on my desk saying that he called. And I'm so looking forward to giving him a call and having a conversation with him. Um, it is significant, Steve. It, it's significant that. I'm African-American and I'm the head coach here. It's significant. Um, I know that in terms of Division I head coaches all around the country, only 26% of the head coaches for Division I men's basketball are compromised by minorities, specifically African-Americans. I know that it is significant that I'm the fourth African-American head coach in any sport in the history of the University of North Carolina. I'm very proud to be African-American, but I'm also very proud that my wife is white and I'm very proud that my three beautiful, unbelievable kids are a combination of both of us. So I want to really dive into it because being a guy who's dated interracially, we got, I'm trying to wait for our again. I'm trying, cause this is like, it's so much unpacking just, just like to not give all the energy away. It's like, like I've always said before, dating interracially is okay until this is one of those until <laughs> moments, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like until this nigga said what he said, mm. he was okay. Everybody was okay. Yeah, it would have been fine. I'm not saying that he's yes. wrong for saying it because this is the conversation I had with Artesia mm. when we were talking yesterday. If he would have said, I'm also proud that my wife is black. Mm. Like we would have said, ooh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day, in my opinion, if I had a son or a daughter and they married a white person, they need to defend them and their honor the way you would defend anybody else. If she was Asian, if she was black, if whatever. Also, if I'm thinking in the context a little deeper, he's talking about, yes, he's the fourth African-American coach ever in North Carolina's ever. All their sports. Astute I mean, that's, history. That's the significant part. That, that is the significant. But, stop but, but, uh, no, but listen, though, it's also significant because we know the historical context and why it has only been four. Mm hmm. 
Now it's four with a nigga who's married to a white woman. Mm. The irony in all of this is the fact that he is getting this job being who he is while dating a white woman. Mm. Because think about this. How many jobs and people, Tiki Barber got accused and ridiculed so much for dating that white woman back in the day when he used to, same thing with Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't say shit, you're getting ridiculed. So if you're going to have the balls to date a white woman, you need to be what you need to be for that. You can't date a white woman and not treat her the way you would treat another woman that you married. True. That's going to fuck your marriage up. You know what I'm saying? Anytime I've ever dated a white woman, bro, which I've done it several times, I had a conversation within myself knowing what it would look like mm. when I walk in public with these people. Them seeing a pro-black man. Right. I'm not a cornball in the mm-hmm. sense of you see me wearing like khakis and whatever to say, oh, he ain't. No, <laughs> I'm a real nigga. Real niggas wear khakis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and drive Subarus. But this is the point, bro. For real, like dead ass. Like it's like. Yeah. You got it's it's a it's a conscious check, bro. Every time I've dated a white girl, most of my relationships with white women didn't last because of me. Because mm. I was just like, bro, this is a lot to take on. It's a lot. You know more than they know what you have to take on mm-hmm. in society. Yeah, this is true. And even the attention people, too. And even though people yeah. will say, Oh, we want you to be happy, but if a black woman is for me, she may not live in Dallas. So am I supposed to run myself in circles? This ain't a movie where I'm a miraculously find mm-hmm. a miraculously. perfect black woman for me. <laughs> True. So I'm supposed to pass up all these uh, genres of women. All these flavors. You know what I'm saying? Just to say, oh, yes. Hey, Here we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. It's one of his famous lines in Belly, too. Watch how the beat just come in on some real groovy shit. Fuck me, nigga. No, it's fuck I can't me. get the shorty to try to help him understand. Uh-huh. Hit him with work, cause yo, that's my little man. Uh-huh. He asked a few questions about the game, and I told him. Yeah. So when he made a bad move, it was my place to scold him. Right. Never told him nothing wrong. Kept it fair. Didn't listen, so I might as well have been talking to the air. Everybody makes mistakes, a mistake is I. But if it ain't, I'm gonna tell you straight, time to say goodnight. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to be played, regardless of the relationship, but Shorty's fucking up big time. And I, I hate, hate this shit. shit. I'm caught in the middle of having love for a little nigga. You know what was expected of me as a real, real nigga? nigga. My next move is crucial. What do I do? How do I keep it real with Shorty and my crew? Didn't want to kill him, so instead of putting a Mac on him, I did the only thing I could do, turn my back on him. Mm-hmm. Here we go again. This is a lesson, bro. It's a tough life right there, though. Eventually, you're going to have to do it. He's going to deal with that. He got to serve him on this next next verse. Trying to get flagged. Go ahead. Instinct told me to kill him, but the savior is. I'm a good nigga, plus I always peeps a favor. But I also knew the decision I just made went against the rules of the game that we play. Here we go again. All right, man, you are now listening to episode 317 of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. Um, this is the last episode of season 14. Here we go again. Yes, yeah? yes. season 14. We got our teaser in the building. Got Casey in the building. Hey, hey. Got Frank in the building. I'm here. 
you you know in what the I'm flesh. saying yes so i mean we we had to play that we'll probably edit it down for sure so we don't get snatched <laughs> but i just had to pay homage to you know dmx i think a lot of people thought he was gonna bounce back you know from this uh illness drug-induced illness but an illness I think people like to treat different things different ways. Why are you looking at me like that? On the news this morning, nobody was saying the actual cause of the heart attack. They were just saying he passed away from heart attack. Mm. And yeah. I and I like that. Well, it was cardiac arrest. Mm. Well, the reason I say drug induced is mm. because it's kind of like when people say R.I.P. or like free somebody and they actually did something. Mm-hmm. Like I told Artiza yeah, last yeah, night, man. it's unfortunate that he passed away, but he was fighting a demon through drugs. I can't sweep that part under the rug. And I think this is also a place that we can discuss that because I'm not trying to sully the man's name. Mm -hmm. No doubt. I am a fan of him. He was one of the, between him, Biggie and Jay-Z, like I only used to listen to East Coast music growing up. Like that's how hard it was hitting. Oh yeah. To where you didn't even listen to the the music in your region. It was just East Coast shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know about y'all. I'm not going to be one of them people who say, oh, he changed my life. No, I did some foul (laughs) shit when I was listening (laughs) to this shit. It made you want to do songs like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was for. That's what it was for, bro. It was the soundtrack to fuck shit up. Fuck shit up. Like, if you're going to do a drive-by, you literally smoke some weed, you listen to a certain song, you amp yourself up like you have to use that music to go to the gym to do what you need to do. Exactly. So I'm glad to see all y'all today, man. The <laughs> yeah, last fucking episode. We're all together again. Yes, together to go out. Love it. Yeah, man. So I guess we could dive right into the part of like everybody's kind of talking about the whole Hubert Davis yeah. situation. Um, we played a little bit of it at the beginning. There's no need to play because I could use that clip. Mm-hmm. But I think with all of us, we heard the part where he was saying he's proud of his white wife. He even got donkey of the day yeah, on the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Do you think he deserved a donkey of the day? Yeah. With, with with what we have in front of us, what we just listened to, and what the way I explained. Dang, I hate I was late because I missed that part. We're going to have a whole conversation. Oh, okay. From the part that I heard, I didn't think so. You didn't think he did? I didn't. Okay. Well, the, what I was saying. Because the way he tried to tie it together, you could, you, to me, it seemed like he meant to go somewhere else with that statement. Mm. He just didn't quite phrase it well. And he didn't get there. He didn't. We I don't know why. Context. I don't know why it was brought up in the first place, but and that's what we'll I was about to say. <laughs> so I feel like, like he said, he's the fourth black coach in all of North Carolina's history. Mm-hmm. We know why, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's black. Yeah. Black. So the oxymoron of the situation is that he is black, married to a white woman, and you his see what I'm children saying? are the culmination of right. both of them. Both and I think them. there could have been a message of some kind of unity in mm-hmm. there but mm-hmm. i don't it did not come out like that he i don't know he didn't it, no, did, it didn't yeah we're, mm-hmm. we're digging it deeper didn't. it didn't co- it didn't come out like that especially if you catch that clip but for me like i told her yesterday i've been watching hubert davis since he played at north carolina mm-hmm. when he's playing for the knicks like knicks, how he jumped yeah. like he's always been like like he says a god-fearing type guy right it, just the way he carries himself he was never into the fast he just did his job this thing me just knowing him from this from a distance He's just saying, like I said to Casey, if and like I told you, if he would have said, I'm proud of my Mexican wife and her heritage, or mm-hmm. we just don't like it because, not being funny, the way they tried to demonize black, white is now equivalent when you think about the historical parts of that. Mm-hmm. And oh, saying, yeah. and him, and the fact that he's a black man saying, I'm proud of my white wife. It's history that makes us, that rubs us the wrong way, bro. Right. Especially in North Carolina, too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And but period. I guess for me, you know, because I, I was like, you know what? What I'm not going to do is take this 30 second clip yes. and then and judge sure. it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So what I did was I watched the entire presentation 
And this is how I feel. First of all, the, the question was, you know, what is the significance of you being African-American, being a first African-American yeah. coach for North Carolina? Yeah. And have you spoken to the very first uh, African-American scholarship? scholarship. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. So, but then when he went into that, I was like, in my mind, I was thinking to me, that wasn't the, the direction. I want to say, I can't, I can't say the man went in a direction that he shouldn't have gone in. Yeah. But to me, I didn't really see the tie in because if he was married to a black woman, he wouldn't have said that. So what is the what is the significance? I mean, but look, of how many people do? But listen, so many people do say that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, he's talking about him as a black African American coach for this school. Yeah, they didn't say nothing about race relations. They, I mean, they they didn't say nothing yeah. about community or family. And and as Artesia said, maybe he was trying to go somewhere with yeah. it, mm-hmm. and he, he didn't just get, didn't get there. there. Yeah. But but again, if he was married to a black woman or a Mexican or whatever, yeah. he wouldn't have said any of that. I think he would have said something, bro. I don't think so. I don't like, think, I think so he, either. Maybe he wouldn't have. But, but, but that's what I don't the know. Race would have been. That's what of. I don't he, know. He may right. have made mention of his family, but yeah. it wouldn't have been to point specifically point out the race. And he, you know, why he wouldn't have had to because of the lack of importance in the and when you're tying it to this mm-hmm. in a racist area of the south uh-huh. this nigga is the first black <laughs> unc basketball coach right. with a white with wife. a white wife it's an oxymoron bro that just don't happen in the south right. that's i ain't saying that's why he said it but like if i'm just mm-hmm. playing devil's advocate and thinking about it it's like yeah you think this is you think this is something i mean I'm i that hope end. that's why he mm-hmm. said it right like but and he shouldn't have to explain himself either that's where i'm gonna go with it next mm-hmm. We are breaking it down, but I'm just saying a lot of people will say, oh, well, can you explain that a little bit more? I mean, yeah. I, would like I would like a little bit more insight. Got a motherfucking thing, unless well, I wanted to. In his position, I would like a little bit more insight into what he was, what the intent was behind the statement. I'm not right. going to judge him for this statement. I, I mean, if, you, if you're married to the woman, you should be proud of it. Exactly. I don't know why it was inserted in there. But, At that time. Right. right. But I'm not going to judge him for it. And I mean, we've all made mistakes. Especially talking. I know. I've listened to old episodes. And I've I'm had like, him I edit said that. many I said things. That. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of shit that don't that didn't make it. <laughs> so yeah. but I take that out. Nameless though. Like, what's her name? She's the not. White she's wife. just a white wife. Right. Yeah. I mean, so the white wife. That's yeah. My white wife. I'm proud of her. And like, yeah. like I somebody, hate that because yeah. I have I have friends that use that descriptor. Oh, the white girl or mm-hmm. my white friend, and I'm like, what's their name? Like, exactly. But we all do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we all we, do that. Like that that to sit up here and say it bothers us. We all fucking do it. I know. And we mm-hmm. do it because of the historical context and the significance behind it. Just like when Casey said, "Why you got to say white?" Because context mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the way the history has created this work for the purpose of the story. Cont- deeper context matters. So that's why I say I get yeah. that you want more context from Hubert Davis. Yes. I get that. Yeah. But I don't Need know. It. And, and let, I would only explain it if I had a friend who had a podcast or somebody who had something. I'm like, hey, let's just have a real conversation yeah. where I could get it out without being judged yeah. or interviewed, sure. you know, a certain yeah. way. It's you not required, but it regardless. would be nice. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, I think in this field that we're in, context matters. Yeah. It oh, always it definitely matters. Does. You just throw some shit out there and it's like, where'd that come from? Yeah. Uh-huh. Obviously, you were thinking about something yeah. that you felt like you needed to insert that, but. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a conversation about family and all that at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it goes so. back to like we've like we've talked about on the podcast before when it comes to like race relations. Like we don't like I said we don't like interracial dating until, until. we probably would have been okay <laughs> with him until that nigga said my no I, yeah well see we was okay is, with it until she he said that shit. Artesia said something very important. She said I'm not gonna judge him because I'm not judging yeah. him. And, but again, if I'm looking at all the factors, it's just the why. Yeah, I don't think that. I just, I just, yeah. for a personal mm-hmm. standpoint, I want to understand sure. where you're coming yeah. from. I'm gonna be it. dead ass. That's all. Well, I, I, I get concerned say it. I though, say it. like about the younger generation. So, how do they interpret that? Yeah, is it about status? 
right well, like is there proud of that right yeah, so there's no context to yeah, it. yeah and are people having conversations about it i mean i hope that it brings up conversations because there are certain communities where a lot yeah. of the mm-hmm. black athletes will well, choose yeah. white girlfriends mm-hmm. in high school right it's a mm-hmm. whole issue um oh, man, about beauty that. i mean that's but a it's, whole but it's okay thing. it's okay to go deeper we got the last episode we ain't got nothing but time this is man, the thing though with you it. saying that when these guys go to these preparatory schools that's where you have choice. to pay, that's the thing. She yeah, knows that's it. Choice. Her kids go to private school. My son, like, he deals with that. Everybody, all the girls that like him are either white or Asian. Mm-hmm. The black girls, they ain't got time for no little smart guy. You know what I'm saying? They not Until they turn they 30 and realize the game is different. That's it. See? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it goes so back to that. So a lot of people always will say, like Casey that's said, tough, they man. starting in high school. <laughs> And they're dating young and dating white because they're in a situation that's best for them education wise Mm -hmm. and for their careers. A lot of black people can't afford to go to these preparatory schools and pay a bill yearly Mm -hmm. room and board because they don't be staying at home. Plus all the extra. All the extra shit. You You know what I'm saying? They're going to get you. But this is the thing that you can't discredit. And we oftentimes discredit whether they white, Mexican or Asian. Them girls be with that nigga from high school Mm -hmm. all the way up. That's his motherfucking girl. Because he probably cheated somewhere in there and she still stayed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, you know, uh, yes, <laughs> I do. It's, I'm just saying it's deeper. It's no, deeper it, it, than just it, it, black and white. Right. Sometimes it's your condition of your environment. No, no doubt. No doubt about it. You can only, you know, grab fish from the pond that you're fishing in. I get that. It's all about exposure, especially for young kids. Yeah, if all you expose sure. this to this, then that's what it's going to yeah. be. But to me, like the way I look at it, not only just um, from, from the, like if you just look at sports, and I think that's where a part of me has a problem with it. When you look at sports, like I remember Hulk Hogan, I don't know if y'all remember this, but there was a point in time where he was, he got caught on tape, he got a hot mic and he said some shit about if my, if my daughter's going to be dating a nigga, it better be one of them NBA, NBA NFL yeah. niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that's just how they think. Like, yo, yeah. if, you, if you're going to date somebody black, make sure it's somebody it's that at least can take certain. Yeah, some, some, some prominent. You but know like I, mean? I said, even that's if like you a want, meal ticket. Almost. And even if you wanted mm-hmm. to think about it in that aspect of saying who runs these schools, white people mm-hmm. who are sending their little kids to these schools, white people yeah. who are allowing black people to come into these schools to make their teams better. Right. No, you don't think they know that, too? Like, if we yeah. having this conversation, these right. niggas are intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's a breeding ground. That's no why doubt. you see a lot of these uh, young black kids coming up. The white parents adopt them. What is that mm-hmm. shit with old boy from the Baltimore Ravens that movie yeah, came yeah, out yeah, with Sandra yeah, Bullock? I know what you're talking about. Where they be adopting these name. white kids. And that was a real story. The same wide receiver that yeah. played for, uh, mm-hmm. he played for Missouri and then fucking went to the Eagles. I forgot his mm-hmm. name. He was raised by a white family. Macklin, right? This, yeah, yeah. Macklin. This shit happened. Jeremy Macklin. This shit mm-hmm. happens all the time. All the time. So a lot of times it's just deeper. It's just like finding a white girl that grew up in the hood and we be like, oh, she acting black. No, this motherfucker is a product this of her environment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She grew up around that. We all had that one black girl. Yes. That's some no, seriously. Shit. I mean, they yes, they're not interested mm-hmm. in dating white men, mm-hmm. and, and they're different too. Dead ass, very different. They're different. You can tell a black a white girl from the hood. Even what what is that show? Claws. Yeah. They got like yeah. they got one in there. <laughs> what is? Uh, did they have one on that show? Did you watch P Valley? Uh, was it a white girl on no. there? Oh, the one white stripper, oh, but, yeah. she wasn't, but she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. No, she no. wasn't a significant. Same thing when we went to Atlanta. We went to the Blue Flame, and it was one thick ass white girl in there amongst all the black girls. I was like, they always keep one thick ass white bitch yeah. on hand, <laughs> just in case, just in case somebody. Like, you know, that's a, that that that's the diversity of a black strip club. Just it don't never really be a Mexican. It's always that one white, girl, white girl that fuck with everybody, and everybody can actually get along with mm-hmm. right with the woody. Mm-hmm. Yes, with the. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Mental depression. Um, we'll we'll jump. I'm kind of jumping around, but I did want to go 
and talk a little bit about that, Artesia. This is one of your topics. I don't know where you got it from. Well, oh, you no. did. We did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, because it was like a lot of stuff that happened um, involving suicide this week. And that athlete, the NFL player, he, was, he wasn't a big name, but he played for Kansas City. He ended up killing... This, it was like uh, five people. He killed the husband and the wife and the three kids. The whole family. And then here in Allen, it and was the two brothers got together and decided that they were going to take out their family and kill themselves in Allen. Oh, and I then about that. Um, you haven't? Not oh, it's been all over the place all week. And then um, someone that I knew actually committed suicide this week, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. It brought me back to the whole situation that I've already talked about on here yeah. before. But um yeah, that was where it came from. I think you just got to be willing yeah. to talk about it, man. Like, I saw a friend post about depression this week for herself, and I know she struggles with depression. And I think we've all dealt with it. Mm. But, like, I do, like, I'm not a prayer, but I do send positive energy to people who struggle with that shit. Yeah. Because even the days where I have it, I'm like, damn, this is heavy. Mm-hmm. So, like, to literally be a person who battles that shit going in and out. I know with you being in, in therapy, Casey, do you... Have you ever had like a situation where they're trying to fix their relationship, but this one person may be suffering from something? Because for me, one thing I've always said, and I hate to be an ass or sound like one, but I can't, I wouldn't be able to date someone with severe depression if they're not taking medicine or they don't know how to deal with that shit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think what's really difficult is depression is, is a silent killer, Mm. right? Like a lot of people isolate and they're managing it by themselves. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, in our community, Oh, you're just having a rough day, yeah. right? It's not a real issue. It's not a real issue. You have to pray your way through, mm. pick yourself up, push through. Take a nap. Without having any understanding of the chemical imbalance that impacts your hormones, yeah. that impact your mood. Um, but yeah, I've dealt with a lot of couples where the woman actually had depression, um, was treated, was taking medicine, yeah. was doing well. But as she aged, the medication wasn't working anymore. Mm -hmm. And so the husband wasn't accustomed to really managing her with depression. And then all of a sudden she just, she went real low. Yeah. She went really low. I think for me, it's hard to be around people. Like I, like I said, I have several homegirls who suffer from it and it's like, sometimes it's too much to even listen to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember, it's very hopeless. I used to tell Artiza when Mm -hmm. I would just have a bad day, like just having bad runs, like talking to her. And I remember I would tell her, I was like, if you ever feel like you can't, Listen to me for a minute. I get that shit. Yeah. Tell me. Because I know how it could be just mm-hmm. dumping that shit on a person. So and you well. literally, when you when it's somebody you trust, you really do dump the shit on them. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you think it's like, oh, thank you for lot. dumping this on me. But it's a lot. It's you a get lot. that a lot. Because you're dealing with your own shit, too. Right. And oh, you're receiving that energy from the other person. And you don't want to necessarily tell them, hey, I can't do this right now. Because yeah. you know, like, if y'all are close, yeah, you want to be it. there for that exactly. person. And especially in my situation, since I've been around it so much, I never want to experience it again where I feel like, oh, I should have done this or I could have done that. Yeah, second guess so, myself. yeah. It can you know, be triggering. The, the other thing about it is it's important for us to encourage, even in those situations, Seek professional help, man. Yeah. Like I'm not like I'd, I'd hate to have to say to somebody, hey, I'm not a professional. And it sounds like you really need to be speaking yeah. to somebody that's going to give you something that's going to help you with this. Because yeah. otherwise you're just going to be spinning. Yeah. Funneling mm-hmm. out of control. And you, you know have to mean? do it, bro, because I, I was telling Artesia, I was like, I've literally last year I wrote down six therapists because I was like, I need to start going back to therapy. Because mm-hmm. just like I said, as you age and you grow, like you just don't understand certain shit. And your friends sometimes can't help you, especially if you are a little bit more mature than them in certain situations where you're like, yo, 
I really need to bounce this shit off somebody. And mm-hmm. also, you don't always want a biased opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? And sometimes your friends, kind of like you said, they don't know how to say, hey, I can't really take this energy. But a mm-hmm. therapist can let you know, hey, how many people do you talk to about right, this? Right. Do you understand that they may be pulling away from you because mm-hmm. you're always dumping this on them? It's different perspectives that you need to hear. And a licensed professional, i.e. like a Casey, mm-hmm. can fucking get you where you need to go. Yeah, guide you. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I done been in some depressing states. And I've even, like I said, I talked about that episode. And you ended up sending me that clip that mm-hmm. day. You found the one where I was like struggling. And I was trying to do an episode. Mm-hmm. And literally, I was just like, <clears throat> if I don't say something, I was like, I may fucking cry. Mm-hmm. And like, I just started talking to Spider and Spider was talking. We, I don't even think anybody was in the studio. Spider, it was, it was just me and you. Yeah, it was and it's just like for like the last 30 minutes of a show or something like we just vibed out. And he was like, yeah, I go through it sometime, whatever, whatever. And it was like in that moment, like I told him, I was like, bro, I appreciate you. Yeah. Because me and him don't talk all the time, but it's like he was honest with me mm-hmm. because he saw my honest self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I think it's important. It, yeah. As much as we walk around talking and doing and playing and shit, I was like, it's important to also have real conversations, Absolutely. not just sexual ones, yeah. not just relationship ones, but ones to where it's like, yo, I've struggled and it's OK to struggle. I was telling her about mm-hmm. reading and, I, and I'm going to jump out. But I was listening to Obama's book on my audio book and he was talking about how he really was broke until he was 40 something and he talked about when he was getting ready to run for the senate mm-hmm. and trying to be a senator and shit how he had no money and he was just like how who gonna sponsor me like i'm going up against somebody who's been in this office for like 10 years in chicago and when he said that like i was like damn but look at him now yeah yes. look at this nigga now i would have yeah. never known at 40 years old just no. 10 a decade ago mm-hmm. this nigga was struggling so sometimes you got to look at yourself and be like yo this is not the worst thing that's happening. Right. Not at the enough. moment. It's just a, it's just a moment. I think that that's important too because I'm I'm learning about just moments, you know what I'm saying? Like don't allow the moment to tell the story for like, you know, I, I can't take this for something that's going to happen for the rest of my life. It's just yeah. something I'm dealing with right now. Yeah. It's a feeling that I have, it's a situation that I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? A situ- you know, your life situation is not your life. It's yeah. just a Very situation true. that you're it's dealing with. Just a with. situation. Yeah, so you got to talk people through that. Everybody has cried by themselves. Definitely. Everybody has felt Definitely. like they're losing in life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's old fucking K. It's okay. The point yeah. about it is it's just, just to literally get past it. Just, just yeah. got to get past it. But the there's evidence. Like you have evidence from your past yes. that you have the ability to get through things. Mm-hmm. But when we're in the midst of something, we don't think back to those things that we yep. got through before. All we see is what's in front of us. Yep. Right. So I think it's so important for us to look back to say, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Look at what I've already gone through. Yeah. As long as you've gone through some shit, you got yeah. that. You got to I mean, everybody's gone through yeah. something. I'm talking about we didn't. We don't always go through it and come out on the other side very well. Is what I'm saying. What was you about to say, Spider? Uh, if you like, you never want to hear it at the moment. But if you don't go through those lows, then you oh, can't yeah. appreciate the highs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh yeah, you know. I know. I'd be trying to save every little dollar. Now I done been broke, broke. I'm like, yeah. nigga, I don't, I be having money in the kind of, Ortiz be like, you got the money to pay this. I'm like, yeah, but I just like sitting it still yeah, be, yeah, like, I don't want to, and, and she do the same thing, because she'll come dime. through and she'll be like, hey, I didn't spend too much money, I need to dial it back, <laughs> you know, this, whatever, whatever, because mm. you know, some days I ain't used to her talking about whatever, so when she sound like she a mere mortal, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you mortal. should sit down. What? I'm just <laughs> messing with you. <laughs> everything in moderation. Yes. Everything. That's how you keep it. All right, now let's spice it up so we ain't over here, because we were sounding all low voice. Heavy conversation. <laughs> she got potential though. Yeah. You said you was listening to a shout out to So Here's the Thing and yeah, Omicor, so the Omicor J Jazz mm-hmm. and Dunny. Donnie, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, but a lot of people talk about relationships and the potential. You know, it's a conversation that people have all the time. You know what I mean? Like dating potential and yeah. shit like that. Women talk about that way more than guys do though. 
Shit, no, 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 I think so. No, 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 no. Things have changed. Yeah. So now guys are talking about dating potential, like potential in women? I do. I'm I mean, I know we getting older though. Yeah, you that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm already old. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm getting older. Yeah, but but the, so there's there's a secret to it. Y'all motherfuckers don't understand. This is a secret to this, <laughs> and this is important. We have to understand this. And for the people that are listening, y'all will go always talk about potential and this and that. This is the thing about potential. If you're dating a person with potential, what people don't realize is that the only way that person gonna reach that potential is if you tap that shit. So you got a responsibility. It is and a lot of people don't people. like to take that responsibility. So they just funny. want a package deal. It's so funny you saying that because you watched Chicago PD last night. Yeah, Kelly Severide. Yeah, you can you can work to bring the potential out of some people, yeah, but some people but, ain't gonna get there. And then how you can tap you, tap tap right. all you want. Now, well, see, I don't. I mean, I'm not that's saying that. That's not. Be, I think you're right. But I'm. But my point is that it has to be tapped though. It's not gonna get there on its own. If it's potential, it ain't gonna get there on its own. But if that record scratched and you put that needle <laughs> on that record, it's still scratched. <laughs> True that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I. I Some they, people I, don't want to live up to their potentials. That's people very true. Are okay. Th- this is true. With the status quo, and it doesn't matter what you tap yeah. and how you try to help them, it's not going to work. Gonna so, so, how do you. Okay. So, that's. I'm glad that you said that. So, how do you even know that they have that potential if they never show it to you? How they do you show know it they to have you? It? I mean, you can see it and you can tell, but then you can also tell there's a level of comfort there mm-hmm. that they're not willing to go past. A certain point. Yeah, gotcha. Well, yeah. Okay. And when you I have to you. keep in mind where are they starting from? When you talk about potential mm-hmm. and what okay, you potentially dated like previously, what? Yeah, like what's your baseline here? I yeah. mean, have you already accomplished some things? Have you seen your strengths? Yeah. And now I recognize in you, right, these other aspects that maybe you don't see for yourself. Yeah. Mm. That's a different level of potential. But mm. I think it also depends on how old you are, what phase yeah, of life lot you're lot in, of and what if you, you have seen. children, if you don't. I mean, yeah. there's so many that's aspects to that. Simple, not even outside of a relationship, a relationship with the podcast. Somebody emailed the other day uh, or DM'd on the other, the other day, and they were saying how they like the chemistry of the podcast. They like how we all flow. Even Isaac said it when we were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He was like, all of you guys have great voices, so it's easy to listen. Mm-hmm. And thank then you, the Isaac. fact that you kind of finish each other's sentences yeah, and thank you, you kind of vibe. <laughs> Oh. And you got a vibe. <laughs> and you got a vibe. It was like everybody likes that shit. Yeah. I had to see the potential in both of you guys to say how it would mix with me and her. Because mm-hmm. we looked at other people. And when you first came on, it was like, hey, what you think about, you know, when Frank visits, he, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. he vibes well. It mixes. Yeah. I, I like him. When we did the interview with Casey, it was like, OK, I like her. It's mm-hmm. like the vibe is different. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's kind of cool. Then the second time and I was just like, hey, what do you think about bringing her on if she wants to consistently be here? Mm-hmm. So you have to see the potential. Right. Now mm-hmm. we're in the process to where we've had a couple of hiccups. This is our first season together. But it's like we now know certain things we didn't know mm-hmm. on this past season right. to take to the next season. Now, if we get to the next season and it's the same, then you got to reevaluate and say okay is this per- can this person live up to this potential right. or are we going to still stay here so it goes the same way bro like the experiences you have and the people we've had on this podcast before my experiences around y'all let me know that you were better than what we had mm-hmm. so the potential has to be greater right right and some people look at it that way in relationships yeah. so so in relationships again my the first part of it is if you recognize potential you also have to understand that it needs to be tapped you got to feed it but there's also responsibility for that individual yeah to get there as well yeah yeah well they have to want it i mean that's the other thing right like you when you see people and you see potential i don't think you just see potential you already see what you want to see 
Right. Like they might not see it like you right. might have yeah, said, like, I didn't have it. any experience doing a podcast yeah. before, but maybe you all saw something yeah. like, oh, she's comfortable. She's mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that because yeah. I hadn't had the experience. And right. it matters. But you had to see it. Yeah. Right. And we've then, seen the trash. <laughs> and then the thing about it is we all like you were doing your own podcast, but she was also doing her own thing prior. Right. The, sure. Like other girls we had had on like they had nothing going on like this was it. You know what I'm saying? So either they didn't take it serious enough or it was just fun for them or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To where it's like you you have your own thing. Sure. You have something that you can bring here as opposed That's to other people. Point. They didn't have shit to bring here. Mm-hmm. You know how many people was like, yeah, I would love to be a co-host. I would love to be. It's just like some people hit us up about coming on the show and it's like, we don't really do interviews. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, I saw you interview, but they had they had something. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Like Can't some people podcast. just be like, I just want to come on here and shoot the shit with y'all. It don't work mm-hmm. like that. I don't even shit. know you. <laughs> like they the they, they hear us do this and it's yeah, like, but yeah, you're yeah. not family. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You're not family. You just can't come up in the house and finish my jokes or call out Casey or call <laughs> yeah. out Frank. Or, or laugh at Oh, I'll be trying to fight somebody. Right. You know what I'm Exactly. You laugh a little bit too hard, nigga. Like So it's like you gotta understand what do you bring to the table? And with potential, you still have to bring something to the table. You must, because somebody sees something, but you got a responsibility. Yes. Yeah. You got to bring that out of the person. Well, thank you for sharing your secret. It's a secret. I'm telling you. But but I'm saying most people don't Mm -hmm. look at their responsibility in helping that person get there. Yeah. But they got to want it. Shout out to a few people on the podcast, too, that uh, are not on the podcast, but listen to the podcast that... Uh, a couple of people had something to say about Frank and his twirling girls around at the oh, bar yeah, shit. Yeah. Get, all, get over it. You, you don't I, worry I about knew it. I wasn't the only person who felt like this nigga was a creep in the moment. No, it's not a creep. <laughs> you know it's what I'm saying? It's making women feel comfortable. But n- did not one woman <laughs> that answered, <laughs> that responded to that said anything. That no, was like I, I Frank pushing it. I, I need, need more, more data points. Because if, if they kick it with me in the club, they'll see how it goes down. <laughs> I thought about the night that we all went out to the um the Afro beat spot and mm, I remember dope, vividly right? I was like you did have her twirling around in the corner uh, uh, what girl I'm not saying no names but you should remember the night but I thought about <laughs> it when he oh, said yeah, that and I was did. listening to it I was like damn so uh, that's how it works it's, it's nothing you got people shots flowing around everybody having a good time but again <laughs> now and you know as well as I do that you everybody have to have them shots flowing. No, 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 not necessarily. It's about the 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 safety and the comfort. Are we talking about midnight? Midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta, yeah. yeah. That's the that's yeah. the name that's of the one name. of my favorite. Characters I mean, she did have ass though. I mean, she, yeah. <laughs> Undeniable. Yes. It's one of the names you want to just grab it and like shake it a little bit, like meaty. Ain't nothing like a meaty booty. You just grab that thing. You're like, I got a Whopper Junior in my hand. <laughs> a Whopper, not a Whopper oh, Junior. Was, you know them Whopper Juniors whopper. be double up? Yeah, man. A te- <laughs> I can't do oh double up. Like a Texas Whopper, bro. Nah, For real. Athletes in hot water, man. This nigga Paul Pierce oh, out here goodness. is wildin'. You know what, man? Turkeys. I've been to turkeys. I don't understand, man. I don't listen. And that's what I was saying. I don't want to. I don't want to get big. I don't want to get too big. Uh, because these motherfuckers is getting fired over everyday regular shit that they do. They just. They just getting caught. I mean, the motherfucker, he was on live. He wasn't trying to hide shit. He he wasn't trying to hide shit, but I'm going to be honest. Even at my age and what I'm doing right now, I'm going to be fucking with them Turkish bitches offline, bro. (laughs) Because then what you see is you draw draw assumptions of what you would do. Because in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm getting my dick sucked. If these girls in there doing all this, I'm grabbing on some ass. It was just like some stripper shit. Yeah, Yeah. but they didn't see that. So they don't know what. You know how many allegations could come out of that? Oh, lots. Is he married? I don't even. Is he still married? I don't know. I think somebody was saying in the comments that he was. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, even if his wife knows, it's just you allowing too many people into your fucking business. I get you. I got you. That makes sense. So as ESP, and then not being funny he was drunk or high 
Clearly. You know what I'm saying? So this is the thing. He's got a vape business. But a lot of these motherfucking (laughs) VPs and all these people in basketball, they they be high, they be in closets. But you don't know the shit. No doubt. No doubt. You think that he did that shit by accident? No, he didn't. You can't turn your phone on live and talk for 15 minutes talking about I've been to Turkey's. By accident. I've been to Turkey's. And they said, turn around, turn around. Speaking Turkish, speaking your accent. And she was just sounding regular as shit. I'm like, is this bitch Turkish or is she just a Mexican? But it looked like he was, he was like, they was gambling. Motherfuckers was throwing chips yeah. and all that shit. I thought he was at his crib. Yeah, it just looked like a house party and they brought some hoes, brought the bitches yeah. through. So do you think that it was an issue because of, because of COVID? Nah, well, it's probably that, and then just you are nigga. If I that work for ESPN, you don't take that. You don't that's take them chances, bro. Yes. I don't care if you. He can act Brody all he wants. That's the job you would love to have, bro. Mm-hmm. You yes, get indeed. as a basketball player, you get basketball to be around player. all these basketball yeah. players in your retirement, and you get in for free. And you're talking about basketball, and, and that's like waking up looking at the back of your hand. So he can smile. Yeah. They can say, hey, they want him to do whatever for Pornhub or whatever the fuck people offering him, <laughs> but it's not a dignified job because he keep he keeps he's a dignified around. man, bro. Yeah. Even though he do crazy shit, we all do crazy shit, but. We're, the moment is not us. I don't, I don't and I'm not turning big, my bro. camera on. Why would right. you? Like if Casey turned I'm her not. camera on and she butt got butt naked I'll dudes all like, around, you can be like, she wilding. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? I'm gonna say you wilding. What about your reputation? Because exactly. people, because like say, would people be like, oh, she probably fucked some of them dudes. She, mm-hmm. People it's start to draw their own conclusions. All them girls look young. That's all it takes, bro. Look at this nigga out here, Deshaun. Twenty two damn allegations. You fucked at least five of them bitches. I don't listen. Five, well, first 22. of all, why do you have to go to 22 different spots? Like, what, what's are you grabbing all these bitches' asses? I don't what know, are you bro. doing? Because this levels of sexual assault, right? I mean, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't know about this, man. And this is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. I'm like, dude, what the hell's going on? He's been, because he's been. He been squeaky clean since he been yeah, in the league. He got no, mm-hmm. he ain't he been squeaky didn't. clean. We thought he was. No, no, no. I'm talking. About, no, no. I'm saying as far as like shit coming yeah. out, he's not known for no kind of bullshit. He made somebody mm-hmm. mad. He better sign that contract with the Texans because ever since they've been holding out, these niggas was like, "Oh, bam, yeah. we got this nigga." Twenty two leak. Twenty two leak allegations. Because if they were, if they, if if they were in good standings, I feel with him. They would cover this shit up. Mm-hmm. Well, the shit would have never came. It would have never fucking For came sure. out, bro. Because he's squeaky clean. But they like, oh, he want to go. I ever heard about? Oh, no, he want to go. Let's ruin him. Let's yeah, ruin something's him. Going something's, something's going on. Something's going on, right? Well, let's smoke mm-hmm. this fire. I mean, something's going on. Let's smoke this fire. Like, what's up with these massage parlors, man? I don't know. KD fine fifty k for for talking mad shit to Michael Rappaport. Well, Michael Rappaport did some whole ass shit by yeah. sharing them DMs. If, 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 I'm sorry. If, True. What do we say about Kurt Franklin saying, mm. son? You do if some you whole ass nigga shit, shit, then you, you are, are a whole <laughs> ass nigga. And Michael Rappaport, I don't have donkey of the day, but you can get whole ass nigga of the day because that nigga that's some whole ass shit, bro. You can't but, do that, man. But that's kind of yeah. one of them things I always say. He gets down and he talks shit with black people, but he's still white. Oh, yeah. And some of the shit the niggas say can be very offensive. Oh, no question. We know we done joned and scolded on each other growing up to I where mean, you done somebody you got the, worst the best shit. of you and you mm-hmm. be like, God damn, you I'm gotta losing right now. Right, right. Go right. And your feelings is hurt. <laughs> yes. And you have to ease out. And only way you could get out of a Jonah contest is you have to buy the fuck out. Nigga be just yeah, Jonah. Be like, look at your like, shoes. Look done. at your head. Like, hey, hey, my mama can't <laughs> right. afford none of that shit. Right. Like, this ain't my doing. Right. Ease the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I so like I that. felt like that was a Michael Rappaport moment. Katie backed him in the corner. Told him, when I see you, nigga, I'm spitting your face. <laughs> I'm spitting your face. That's mad disrespectful. Extra. That was extra. That's ridiculous. But listen, direct message is not private. No. No. If you put something I mean, in somebody's direct message, that's the other way yeah. around. please right. know that you have to... 
It's, yep. I mean, somebody might see it. Yeah, no, somebody's seeing it anyway, but it, but for it to be shared, that's something different. It is different, yeah. man. So because somebody's seeing everything. Put yourself at risk. Though. But that's you like should always me. respond like you know it could be shared. Exactly. But, and, okay, so stop. Or it. delete I need it. Please. All, I need all. I need all y'all to stop it because every single one of y'all up until today has said some shit that you know could be shared, but you sent it anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you but know? it's nothing it's that's gonna. But I deleted Make it. me look bad or because yeah if I have to say something <laughs> you can't delete wait hold on I'll call you you can't because delete I, it yeah some shit you don't put yeah, in the way I'll just yeah. call right. you yeah but I, you, so there's no proof unless it. you record me stop it you know as well as I do that there's some DMs out there you put out there that I, somebody watched DMs, and listened I, honest, I, I honestly people on, shouldn't share that yeah I know but on my mama stop I don't it. think no, I've ever I've never said no. anything mm-hmm. in the DMs that I think if it came to light no. I'd be like damn cause I you know, know I mean, it's some screenshot happy folks out there no so. question and I don't yeah. know like I say we ain't famous but you never know what left right turn so could take in case it have whatever and you or whatever yep. so you just gotta be like hey if something ever happened I I'm cool with the shit I say on the mic. I yeah. know what I'm saying, and and most sure. of what you say is is some of the shit that might be in the DM. Exactly, so it but, but, that's but it's no depending on the context of it and who you're saying it to, though. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see. I wouldn't talk mad greasy to yeah. a person that I. I mean, that's just because he said, "Well, we're not friends and stuff like that." Bottom line is, you shared the shit, and the motherfucker got fined fifty thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really? a bit much, but you know, that's why, that's why I don't say shit like Arteza had to talk me down a few times, like when people would say shit about stuff on the podcast, mm-hmm. like on the clips. I would. I just started saying yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. Yeah. If it was a woman, I oh, say my. yes, sir. If it's a man, I say, I say a little something to be disrespectful, but I don't go into detail, <laughs> right? Because then and I keep going back. Because yeah, you make you want to say something. It's like I'm gonna go for your gut. I'm <laughs> going for the jug. Yeah, yeah. I'm going for the just end this right. Yeah, now. and Let's then you it. look at it and you be like, I don't want to lose like the little the followers and the listeners mm-hmm. that I have Absolutely. because this they seem true. like you're being arregant. Yeah, you well, know? we can lose those listeners who don't want me twirling in a club and shit. You know, say so they they can go. <laughs> He, I think I, I remember the twirl. I know, when we were and that's out. why I said I had to give you. And it did seem innocent. It did seem innocent. It was very innocent. So maybe the way he did it, yeah. is the innocence. Oh, I'm it's about the confidence. It's always, I appreciate you it's for that. Always about Don't worry about it. For the women. Yeah. Don't at get the end of the day. It's always yeah, she about had respect. Ass, so yeah. I mean, she was know? twirling it too. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she had some confidence in herself. Oh yeah, right. It's just funny that boot. It's so crazy that what sexual parts of a person make you think about and and do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what are, like, we, what are we transitioning you, to here? Just, are we transitioning? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I need, I'm not even looking at nothing. I'm just thinking. <laughs> oh, I do want to, since we're jumping around, I do want to give a one-sided sex story. I don't, how do we? One-sided. Just oh, talking about yeah, one-sided yeah. sex. Like, mm. we could go back. Oh, one-sided and, and we got sex, some yeah. stuff that we got to mm. talk about with Casey. We rolling into the second hour. But one-sided sex, We. I was telling her, I was like, it's so not beneficial. And mm. the, 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 the. Somebody it is. The example I gave was like coming to Christmas. If like I'm married to Casey. And then Casey, I, I come to bring her and I bring her all the gifts that she's been thinking about and mm-hmm. looking at and whatever. And I'm bringing her these gifts. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets to return my gift, she's got like a nigga a tie. Oh, and some socks. And it's like, you know, I got you this high tech vibrator. I got you this pillow. <laughs> I got you this dress and this gown. You wanted these uh, shoes. shoes you wanted, right? And you give some me heels. a tie. OK, that's what good sex is. Oh, you know what I'm okay. saying? Right. You giving them all of this. You eating, you fisting, you fingering, you anal, you doing. <laughs> and then the day I don't do number later. You like what that am I getting in return? That dead fish shit. And it man. goes back to what Casey was saying last week, and we didn't get on it. Is sex the real emotional bedrock foundation of a relationship? Is it? In my opinion, it's right there with money. That's what they say is is, is infidelity and financing, right? My thing is, it's like a magnifying glass. If you put a magnifying glass and really dissected your sexual relationship mm-hmm. with your partner, mm-hmm. it is going to reveal things about every other area in your relationship. 
Mm. Period. Whether if you have good communication, Mm -hmm. you're going to know in that space. Right. Right. If you all have respect for each other, Mm -hmm. you're going to know in that space. If you can trust each other, you're going to know in that space. Right. Like I could go. I mean, you can see that Mm -hmm. in those interactions. You can. And it unlocks so much. I remember I I don't I think I've told a story before where I was being intimate with this one woman who had been um, sexually assaulted Mm. and I didn't know about it. But it was crazy because when we first started out our intimate relationship, it was great. But it was like two months in. I remember being on top one time. And like when I looked down, like she was literally like covering herself. And I was like, yo, what just happened? Like yeah, it was yeah. an immediate switch. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we had to go to therapy and everything. And I went to therapy only to find out that she had been molested, oh, uh, had been raped and sexually assaulted and beat by her ex-husband. I didn't know that shit because she didn't talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. But like, like you said, I found out. How else would I have found out? Yeah. You got to have something. Maybe I did something. Maybe she had a deja yeah. vu moment while we were doing whatever. Absolutely. And she snapped into that shit. Yeah. I wouldn't have found out no other way, bro. Cause I don't hit women. Right. So it's like it mm-hmm. it's and and I think if people think about it as not just an act of like satisfaction and gratification. Right. Then you can probably answer and say yes to that question. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's an extension of the love. It's an extension of the attraction. Mm -hmm. It's an extension of the bond that you have with somebody, right? If you have a really good foundation in your relationship, hopefully your sex is going to show that. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't always, though. No, it doesn't. But then you have to look (laughs) at, well, why not? Mm. That's interesting. That's all you got to say. Well, I'm just thinking about how, you know, like it's sometimes it's not you might have a great relationship in all other aspects, but this, the sexual chemistry is just not there. And I, if you don't have the sexual chemistry there, I'm not sure that you could really fix that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know if you could fix it. If you just don't have the chemistry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. I get it. I, I, I just, I think, like I said, I've, I've talked to people a lot and I, I always feel like people don't take sex seriously. Mm-hmm. And or what serious I mean enough. by, yeah, or serious enough. Yeah. Like it's not just playtime. It's not just something to get off. Like, for me, like you can fall in love from that shit. Mm-hmm. Like she says, you can get to understand somebody. It can help you become vulnerable. You can like heal once you've done, sex. you can heal, heal from yeah, sex. sex I never forget, man. It's been at least two or three women in my life, and I've talked about women who haven't had like orgasms until after their thirties. Oh my god! Like when I was in my twenties and like early thirties and shit, like I've been with women, several women, to where it's like I haven't come in years oh or I've gosh. never come before because Ooh. nobody pays attention yes, yes. to the, their fucking body, and mm-hmm. and and for men. A lot of times sex is a selfish act. No doubt. I've heard a million sure. women talk about how a nigga just get in there leading to the one minute man thing. conversation. They do his thing and it's mm-hmm. like you, she, he just mm-hmm. use you as a vessel and he on. Where does that kind of shit come from? I know you had that, that situation. One minute, right. I mean, just from a personal experience, I don't know if you've ever experienced yeah. this. I have. It is <laughs> the worst experience yeah. yes. ever, especially when <laughs> they talk mad shit before the first That's why you time. don't talk shit. I mean, I was young. That's why I don't talk shit. I mean, this this Excuse man has me. so much gay. I was like, oh, it's about to It's going to down. Go. It's going down. Yeah. Let me tell you how quick it was. Just watch me. And done. <laughs> that was That's it. quick. That was it. He went in, bust, came out. Yeah. I was like, what What happened? What happened? Oh, and then you get, oh, the, the pussy was just so, so good. So goddamn yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, we don't blame oh, y'all for that. Not, no, we don't blame I'm y'all not for that. accepting that. But that. 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 that's the truth, though. 
No. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Hey, no. Absolutely not. I don't accept this. I just want to say, nope. Ortiz has said she's experienced this. I just want to say because we were together seven years, she's oh, not no. talking about me. No, I, I just have to make that clear. Because people are like, damn, man. No, no, no. No. Hey, you don't have to get in all no, that. I'm, I'm not. Saying. I'm not. But I have to make sure. <laughs> she I'm, never said you, I'm just though. saying. I didn't. People won't go far, though. I, we dated for a long time. And I have to say that because a lot of times we both get it to where when we tell our situations, I need to be doing the same thing on a lot of stuff, but. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's not go. necessary. <laughs> well, like, hey, I'm just saying, I can't be out situation. here as seen as no minute, man. Well, I don't think anybody would have assumed that from what your bullshit. That's a I'm good glad. point. No, that's a good point. I mean, assume they, they listen to the podcast. Right. Nobody's yeah, but y'all, y'all said dudes be talking trash. They, they do. That's what I'm saying. And I'm a shit talker. So they can be like, hey, he's a shit talker. shit talker. He's a minute, man. You can still tell the difference. But I just always think, like, how? Like Casey said, I think. It's, I think it's a selfish act. Mm. It's just like when you're masturbating. If you don't want to come yet, you edge. Right. If you don't want to come yet, you got to think. Some people you don't You got to pull out and spank that. the pussy with the motherfucker, or right. spank her ass or yeah. something. Some Give people some haven't time. mastered that no. control yet. Because, people get so yeah. excited, too. They get but, it. They're excited. So, so first of all, the edging part. First of all, some men don't understand what that is. They don't yeah. understand their bodies. And I was going to transition that mm-hmm. into what you were saying about women who um who haven't had orgasms yeah. isn't part of that because they have not learned themselves their body and how to how to get themselves pleased absolutely most women who've never experienced an orgasm they don't self-pleasure mm, but yeah. there are some women who can self-pleasure experience an orgasm but yeah. they don't experience an orgasm with a partner yeah see right and a lot of times it comes to vulnerability mm-hmm. feeling safe feeling safe yeah Gotta feel safe. You have to feel safe. Mm-hmm. That's sex, but it's just so many things that you can do there. Like you gotta live in the moments, man. Like that's why I say, like, what what was that song Trey Songs had? Sex ain't never sex is better than love. What sex ain't better than I forgot the name of the song. But he was talking about sex ain't better than like love making. Okay. He made a song oh, yeah. on that, like just fucking okay. ain't better than love making. No, it's like, not. yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like you. I forgot what. No, that was um, Watchmen mm-hmm. when he was sitting at. The, I think it was, but he was sitting at the table and the girl was like finessing him or whatever, and he was like, <laughs> "I won't get hard." He's basically saying, "I don't get hard off just having sex with a woman." Like you got to create something, yeah. a connection with me. Like yeah. I just don't work like that. Mm-hmm. And like for years, like I, outside of being hurt, that's the only time I've ever really just been out here like. Yo, let me knock some shit down because you don't care. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But like when you care and you're like sharing, it's hard. Yeah. Like you, when people be like, how can a nigga go without cheating? There are niggas who can really go without cheating yeah. because yeah. they truly are involved yeah. and They're locked connected. in with this fucking person Not to where physically. they may look at a person and say, oh, yeah, she got an ass, but like ain't yeah. nothing you can do to make my dick get hard. Right. All right. Well, see, and that's the reason why when I go to strip clubs, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It goes to that yeah. too. Everybody's not built the same. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't do anything for you. Mm-mm. I mean, it's entertaining. Yeah, right. but, but it's just not like, like if I watch a fucking you. gymnastics. It's not a. It's not a right. Like, damn, this bitch went up volleyball. There, especially the ones who be stacking themselves like teepees. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I love the showman. Yeah, the showman. Very booty on booty, and you be yeah. like, hey, the ones that climb up the poles and do yeah. the flips and all that. I'm Isn't like, shit. That that's amazing? why I'm here. Definitely an art form. I think women have a different experience at a strip club, though. Talk about it. It's. I think it can be very arousing. It is for what. Thank you. Yeah. Do you, do you have mm-hmm. to be? I mean, okay. So arousing for a woman is that for regardless any of her woman? sexual orientation? Yeah. Really? And that's Absolutely. what people don't understand. That's what I will never. Understand. Understand. Oh, it's definitely I a difference yes. because, like, think, think of me and Frank was in there talking about some man just seeing them niggas in them G strings with that <laughs> ten inch dick just <laughs> slanging. Boy, that right. shit is a turn on. It make my balls drop. You can be <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. What? What is this nigga right, talking I'm about? To, I'm trying to understand. Like, but, yeah. So know. explain to us, please. No, I just hate it because I know um, when I was with my ex. 
not, not you. him. <laughs> but I, but <laughs> what she's saying, I had some thought processes oh, too, so it's okay, okay to say. All so right. the times that yeah. I've gone and I've gone with them, like, because mm-hmm. that's an experience for me, mm-hmm. they thought that, oh, you enjoying this too much. And then it became mm-hmm. an issue mm-hmm. at the strip club. Like, you're interrupting my moment. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just here to enjoy the entertainment and have fun mm-hmm. and watch you enjoy yeah. it as well and be turned on by it that's and it. then go home and right. there you that's go. it. I got you. I got you. That's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it don't work that way all the time. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, so let me ask you one, one question that about time. that. So if you're, how would you feel if your husband went or your partner or whatever went to a strip club and then came home all jacked up ready to get you? Like, do you feel a way about that? That if they he, got him cranked up? A man. No, 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 no. At yeah. the male strip club? No, 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 no. If they was Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that wouldn't okay. bother me. No, no, not at all. That's interesting. But see, yeah, yeah of course that's might. not going to bother. I mean, for the yeah. most part, it's shit. Bring it but, home. Like, yeah. but if it was yeah. a man strip club, you'd be, again, it goes back to where you can be like, these niggas got you ramped up to come ram me. <laughs> well, you know what? Men have so many double standards. Y'all should just let us have it. We just haven't explained. Well, oh, no, you can have. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to understand. Explain. It's all about you got listeners on the other end of this. I don't think there's any explanation. It's different when it comes to men going to a male strip club, and that's the reaction. It's just different. Yeah, but women, With women, women, it's more sensual. Yeah. yeah. For women so, to me, it's see, acceptable. Yeah, and at this yeah. age, I can understand that because it's one of them things where that's why like some niggas like to fuck multiple bitches mm. at the same time. At the same time. You know I'm saying that's why some niggas cheat like niggas lie to themselves and be like I I can be this mm. I tell you in a minute if we together 10 years I may want some more pussy after a while you're right yeah. before the 10 year 7 year scratch <laughs> you know what I'm saying 7 year itch you know what like, I'm saying no it's a scratch for months. me cause it's 7 <laughs> years of the same pussy I'm scratching goddamn <laughs> like the dog with his back leg on his front yeah women I'm, can <laughs> make the pussy feel new what okay? say it again I said women can make the pussy feel new mm. Let's, let's talk about that. You have a whole that. episode about that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's talk <laughs> about it. season. Yeah. And even how our voice oozed into it. Right. Women can yeah. make yeah, the pussy feel new. Voice, yes. Yeah. Because new I, old pussy. No, seriously, you can. So if you think new about your pussy. diet, the the podcast, your yeah. exercise, your mm-hmm. hormones, it's going to literally change the vaginal canal. Mm-hmm. Over time, it's going to feel different. Feel different. A woman's confidence can change dramatically change the energy of her body, mm-hmm. which really? is going to... Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. I believe it. You've seen people do things. How do you get to a point of like, are we offhand, but it's cool. I, I mean, how do you get to that point like in a relationship, like if you've had people come in to where it's like a man wants to do more? Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he want to literally like, you got this thing. It's a lot of underground and sacred sex places because people want to do shit that most people will yeah. call crazy. Right. Like choking mm-hmm. or like literally like mm-hmm. being aggressive and putting pressure on people and, do, and like that. doing certain things. It's like, but if nobody ever shows you, if you're in a relationship and nobody shows you that they can be that for you, like, what do you do? Like yeah. you talk, we talking about having the conversation, but can't yeah. some of these conversations in the relationship that you may want to still be in, but you're like, Hey, yeah. I don't foresee us being able to get there. We talked about that, how to have that yeah. conversation. You know what I mean? No, I and think it happens a lot, especially just over long-term relationships. Yeah. Um, but here's the issue, though. Women have to be careful about how they show up sexually before they get married. Wait, say it again. How the, what, and what do you mean by this? Because they're free. They're trying different things. Yeah. They're adventurous mm-hmm. because they feel like they need to do that to get to him. Catch him. Yeah. Once they do, then they switch modes into this idea of wife, mm-hmm. mother. That's not yeah, erotic. Yeah, yeah it's not erotic. And so they struggle with that. I've literally had conversations with couples where they said when they were dating, the sex was amazing. amazing yeah. As soon as they got married, everything changed. Marriage changes things. I don't care what anybody says. I was watching an episode of Sex in the City earlier this week, and it was when um, Charlotte 
was supposed to get married to that rich guy and they had never had sex mm-hmm. prior to getting married. Yep, I remember And she that. was like, y'all ain't, you ain't tested, Samantha was like, you ain't tested that out? She didn't <laughs> test the shit out, they got married, the nigga just really didn't get hard, he preferred jacking off to big-titted women in mm-hmm. Playboy magazine. Like you gotta it's, know that shit, man. But that's you the do. point. Yeah. That ain't something that you tell somebody straight up. You certain things you tell a person that you like sexually, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Because people are you afraid gotta, of being judged, but you have yeah, to no be question. who you are. Gotta be who you because want. at some point, who you really are is going to it's, come it's out. Show up. Yeah. Yes. You with somebody else or somewhere else. You can't wear a mask forever. No, you can't. And that's Spe- the thing. If and sex is a free place. It's, it's supposed, supposed to, be. to be. It's supposed to be. But how many people, again, well, the conversation that we're having is so important because this is some grown folk shit. Yeah. You have the responsibility to really create that sexual environment. Yeah. And if you do correctly, then you'll be safe to explore. Perfect situation. I wanted to bring this to Casey. I use toys. I like toys. I think bringing toys in the bedroom with the person that you sh- are with should happen. I know it's a lot of guys who do not want to bring toys in the, mm-hmm. in the bedroom. And I was thinking to myself, and I, and I told Arteezy, I was like, ain't it crazy that some niggas probably don't want to use toys because the toy is bigger than your actual dick? Mm. Think about That's men's egos. Yeah, hell yeah. If you got a foot-long dildo, <laughs> and most men dick ain't a foot-long, you're going to be looking long. at that thing like, I'm supposed <laughs> to stick this in her? What if she forever wants this? Mm. It's, can we explain that that doesn't change or equate for your body and the thrust? Like, it's something different. Niggas got to get out of their head so they can properly please their partners. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just properly I have to share something related to that. All those P's. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I had a guy come in my DM and was like going off on me. Like, you need to stop empowering women to self-pleasure because then they're not going to need us. Yeah. Mm. What? I it is not the same the thing. It's, it's a completely different experience. But I think men want to feel 100% responsible for their for lover's the pleasure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you're half-assing it, how can you feel responsible for it? How, but if you don't know you're half-assing it, that's But why not see the toys yes. as enhancing the experience? Yeah. It's not taking away from your skill. But it it's might not. be, though. Like, it might it's be. It's really not, bro. Well, you no, enhance no, 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 no. The, but you get to enhance. You know, this is the thing. <laughs> but, I mean, you all are creating this experience together. Like, yeah. it's not, yes. what are you doing? I mean, people look at it the wrong way. You, you, you take yeah. a dildo. You get her off with that. <laughs> you can still put yourself in that wet, stretched hole. Stretched. Wrap, let it wrap back around Absolutely. you. And still get your nut. After she's already came. Mm. And guess what? They come quicker and can come faster if you know the spots in and the body. So then, yeah, that body. it's just, that ain't that's why I say nothing like a warm hole. What you talking about? You get this. Then you be like a warm kid. I'd be like a kid yeah. in the candy store. You can We're stick all in the We're not talking about warm there. donuts from Krispy mm. Kreme. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anything warm. Yo, man, you got to get past that. But I thought about that and I was like, that could be the issue. If the niggas are worried about ego or whatever ego. and yeah. they see a dildo and it's like, damn, that's bigger than mine. Hell, I got one that's longer than mine and thicker than mine. God damn it. I want to be in the game. But again, you again, think about it, though. It's important for us to, well, have the conversation. Yeah. Because right. if, if you are unsatisfied, right, mm-hmm. with my sexual performance, unheard of. But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Violin needs disclaimers. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, we're just having a conversation. I mean, it's a man ego's thing. Right. But, if, but I'm saying if you're unsatisfied and we're not communicating yeah. and you want to bring in dildos, that's where it could be troublesome. So communi- it really does go back to the communication. Like, not to say you have to soften my ego by saying hey listen I, I'm not gonna get these big ass dicks because you can't yeah. satisfy me it don't gotta be like don't that gotta be like we that. just need to communicate it's passion man even if a woman is touching herself or like if she got her own <laughs> vibrator and she's getting herself mm-hmm. off nigga do you know how powerful it is to let her do that and then you kissing her while she coming mm-hmm. 
It, like it's incredible. passion it's spread. Incredible. It's just like a woman lubing up her hand and her man and just stroking them out and kissing them while he come through. It's so many things There's that people could do. But so you got to expand your definition of, of sex. sex. You have to. Right. You have to. And that's why I do believe going back to sex can be the emotional bedrock. No doubt. To a relationship. It's the best connection. I mean, Bro. to me, my experience is that when because obviously sex is a physical connection. Yeah. But. When you have a connection emotionally, when you have a connection intellectually, a spiritual connection, yeah. and then you connect physically, it's totally different. It's a totally different experience. Yeah. Versus just fucking. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I used to just fuck, but now it's like, oh, zoned in. You know, you get older and you ask, well, you know what, shit, this, this, this right different. here could be, yeah, we can make it different. <laughs> but, but sometimes sex is it's spiritual right here, too. It, it's very right? spiritual. Like, I mean, there's a you there's cry an from interchange yeah. of souls and I mean, spirits you are that are happening. Connected. Yes. You're one. You know yes. what I'm saying? And those cries after, ooh, I tell you what, that that <laughs> messes mess my head up. That yeah. Yeah, that's real vulnerable. Yeah, it makes you a man nervous when you yeah, because it's ha- I've been in situations where it's happened a couple times. You be like, Why are you okay? Crying? Are you okay? Yeah, right. Are you hurt? Like, right. What happened? Okay? Nah, he be like, my dick ain't this good. Like, right. where is like, what are these tears coming from? Like, this it's it, and you know what though? Because emotional bedrock, like, it makes you be like, fuck. She don't went to another level of something. Yeah, whether it's intimacy, sex, yeah. or emotional, you like. Fuck! I don't unlock some. Every time unlock I've seen a woman, right. every time I've seen a woman cry during sex is in my mind initially. You like, hey, you okay? But it's like, shit. Damn. Well, I hope you like her. That's, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Exactly. That's exactly. That's because you that's the name of the podcast. Boy. I hope you like her. That is so because that's the truth. It's like T Grizzly was talking about on that song. We talk about had to when he was like. Um, the girl had kids and he was talking about but she was so fine and smart and had a fat ass I had to fuck her even when she needed something I was telling her I'd always be, be there for her, but I hope she don't really ask me because I'm really not I just wanted to ask yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what I'm saying when you fuck with a woman too long and you you hit some of those milestones going past three times mm-hmm. where the friendship turned into a situationship Ooh. Yeah. yeah that's why if you're in a relationship and you don't know if it's going to work out you don't need to have sex for a little while because it's really? No, because it does keep you, you connected. If you, if you yeah, oh. like if you are really contemplating, like I don't know if this is the person I want to be with right now. Yeah, you should not have sex with them. Yeah, shit. Can we talk about that? You want to talk about it when we broke up? That's how it was with us. Oh, she, I was okay. looking I was like, what y'all talking about? <laughs> but that's how it was with us. A lot of people used to be like, oh, y'all ain't still having sex because yeah. we had several mm-hmm. friends. It's like, y'all ain't having sex. Y'all ain't doing nothing. And it's yeah, like, man. we don't want to, like, you can't get caught that in complicates that. complicates things. Yeah, I care yeah. about her. She care about me. It's like, we'll right. always forever have respect. So it's like, you have to be careful with that line that, you're, that you teeter around. Like, mm-hmm. have we shared emotions since we have not been together? We we will forever will. Of course. Right. But it's like, we both are like. It's a different level. Even mm-hmm. if, and, and you have to understand that because when we broke up, it was a time where I always reached out to her for stuff and it was a point where I didn't reach out as much because I was just like well this is not her job anymore Mm -hmm. but then it was a time where she was like you act like you don't even need me around and I was like I'm trying to we both had problems deciphering where we should fall to and how do we yeah how do you follow in a person's uh, uh, a person's life and set when you're friends and you still have a business and you mm-hmm. still work together, and you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So, bro, that, that shit's difficult. Pick a, uh, we're going to take a quick break. You've been listening to The Reality Is, but we need to pick a DMX song to go out to real quick. All right, pick what a you DMX got? song. Let's. Uh, how about Aaliyah? Uh, back in one, oh, back yeah, in one piece. One. Aaliyah and yeah. DMX. Good job. It's a good one. I like them I got a whole, even in I the movies. Yeah, I got a whole list. What was the name you said again? 
I think it's come back in one piece. Come back in one piece. Was yeah. that on Ma- Romeo Must Die? I think it was <laughs> for real. Yeah, that soundtrack was when that was hard. Me, <laughs> no, even out of the one with Jet Li. What are the uh, like yeah? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All the movies that they had. Well, he started that was late the 90s. soundtrack when he started acting. I was like, okay, okay, X. You didn't know at first. You was like, ah, I can't. Get yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what his range was. You did all right. Brothers did pretty good. There's so many that don't know. This goes out to my nigga Q. Rest in peace, baby. The drama, the guns, the armor, the city, the farmer, the babies, the mama, the projects, the drugs, the children, the thugs, the tears, the hugs, the love, the slugs, the funerals, the wakes, the churches, the coffins, the heartbroken mothers, it happens too often, the problems, the things we use to solve them, Yonkers, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Harlem, the hurt, the pain, the dirt, the rain, the jerk, the fame, the work, the game, the friends, the foes. To everybody out here, I wanted to hear a case that got one of these one hit a quitter. Uh, do you jerk me or do you stroke and doke or do you jerk? It's an erotic riddle. Yeah, an erotic riddle. Okay, so here's the catch it's an erotic riddle, mm. but the answer is not erotic. Mm. I'm giving y'all a clue. This is big. Okay. It's an erotic riddle, but the answer is not, not erotic. Yes, you'll see. Okay, right. so here's the first one. I'm laughy taffy thing. <laughs> I'm spread out before being eaten. Your tongue gets me off. Sometimes people lick my nuts. What am I? Can you read that one more time? I feel like Jeopardy. Can you you read it again? I'm spread out before being eaten. Your tongue gets me off. Sometimes people lick my nuts. What am I? Lick my nuts. Gets me off. Spread open. I was thinking Thanksgiving dinner until Thanksgiving I dinner. Like when she said my legs are spread, like I mean, like it's I, definitely a food. Yeah, like, it's food. Uh, good thinking. What do you spread open? Peanut butter. Yeah. Thank you. Come Look on. At that. Okay. Yeah. So all right. So peanut, let me now y'all getting warmed help. up. Okay. Let me let me do a. Okay, but read it again. Now okay, we know now it's peanut butter. Know? Yeah. Okay. Let me see. I can put all this together. I'm spread out before uh, being true. eaten. Mm-hmm. Okay. True. Your tongue gets me off. Yes, off the knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people lick my nuts. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. Mm-hmm. What am I? That's okay. A good one. Here's here's another one I really like. <laughs> I go in hard, come out soft, and you love to blow me. What am I? A blow pot. <laughs> a lot of close. <laughs> a sucker. They don't get soft though. I go in hard. Go in hard. Come out soft, and you love to blow me. <laughs> Hot food. <laughs> no. Who doesn't hot go food are you going? I know, right? Going hard. It goes in, hard, goes in hard. Comes out soft. You love to blow me. Bubble gum? There you go. Well, at least motherfuckers is it's getting it. Chewy. It's a little we chewy. supposed to sit in there and I'm like, come on, man. Blow pop. And I'll be, blow pop that's the thing good. about riddles. You be wanting to get them bitches I so am. bad, and when somebody else gets it, you like, I could have got that the next But it's not that easy. Okay, one more, one more. Okay, you stick your poles inside me. Mm. You tie me down to get me up. I get wet before you do. What am I? A tent. A tent. Boom. Congratulations. I was that hoping was, that's I what it was. Yeah, that I, was like, I was like, I need to I know something. I get wet before you do. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, the rain going to cover. Yeah. There you go. That was, good. that was quick thinking. Aren't those fun? Yeah, that was quick yes. thinking. Yeah, those are fun. fun. That was brain I activity. <laughs> You glad you got one, don't yeah. you feel you're good? The, you're the loser. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I went at life. 
Oh, okay. He pulled a Russell Westbrook. I win that life. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah. That's, wow. You know what? Artesia missed a lot of catches last week because when I was like, you keep it moving, we can't. She's like, oh, karaoke. Then you said something that's like, no, these are these are theme songs and shit that we're saying. Yeah, I heard that's it after the fact. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is off Jalen and Jacoby when Met the Man say keep it moving. Yes, it and I forgot what you started singing. We did like three of them. Me and you back. You sounded so disappointed. You was like, you missing them. Yeah, I was like, you missing it. She was like, ooh, karaoke. I'm like, damn, this bitch fucking up the vibe. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I'm like, she the only one in this motherfucker not getting it. <laughs> what was the, what did we say? What was the next one? Uh, we did the Minute Man. Yeah. Kevin, oh, This Is Us. Oh, yeah. Kevin's so, Engagement. Mm. You, have, you haven't been watching it, but I still been watching no, it. I oh, I need to catch so, up. Me well, too. Spoiler alert. That's okay. Um, the part that I'm on right now is where Kevin just got engaged. Mm. And, you know, with him being a celebrity, they kind of put it on the cover of a magazine. So yeah. I thought it was dope how at the end of the episode, they showed the reactions from all of the women in his past Mm. all across the world. So it was the black girl that he was with for Mm. a little bit. The one that um, he met when he was spending time with Uncle Nicky and then his his high school sweetheart. And so it showed their reactions. The black girl, she kind of just did like a little faint smile. And then the, um, the white lady that he met, Mm-hmm. With Uncle Nikki, she yeah. kind of like she was married. Yeah, she smiled and mm-hmm. she just nodded her head. Now the high school sweetheart, she originally saw it and she was smiling, but in the same instant she broke down crying. Mm. Wow! And so it just made me want to ask y'all: mm. Are there any exes that you'd have or have had a reaction to them moving on? Oh, that's mm. a good question. Nope. In the capacity. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I did. I know no. I did because like it was one relationship where I got cheated on. Yeah. And I want I meant to tell you about it this morning when I was putting my topics together and it changed me. Like mm-hmm. it changed me like because like and she knows yeah. like even when we got to get like that's why I was so callous. Like that's why you could mm-hmm. not get to me because I was just like she fucked me over. Mm-hmm. And for me, it changed me in ways of like I didn't trust like. Because I knew she was cheating. She would always be on the phone. You know, cell phones was picking up back then. She would always be on the phone. She would like she never had took it in the bathroom, took it upstairs, took it everywhere she went. Mm Kind of like going back to what I said when you're living with somebody. You got to think about you want to live with somebody because you just can't leave your phone around if you Mm -hmm. got shit still going on. Exactly. But I I found out about her cheating and I remember bringing it to her and she denied it until I was like, yo, this is blatant proof. Here it is. Whatever. But I think it was the, the thing that fucked me up is how nonchalant she was about walking away Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like so damn i've done all of this i wasn't cheating i wasn't and this is what you decide to do so for me it was one of those things where i was like if somebody could be this slick with it about it and not even worry about it hurting me like like it fucked my head up to where i was like yo i don't trust nobody right and it wasn't a trust thing of like you can't go out because you've heard me say me and her was whatever. Yeah. I just became like, you I don't give a fuck care. what you do. Mm-hmm. So the best way Which to deal with not caring. Yeah, it's not the best. Because you was were just, trying to protect yourself. Exactly. Because it was just like, I trusted her. Right. And it's like, if you trust somebody and you put that trust in a person where you're like, I put my life in this person's hand and right. they stab you in the back like that. That's why I see why some marriages end because it's like, I can never trust you again because yeah. I would have never done this. And sure. I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I never had. I never felt like there's the one that got away. Mm. Okay, and so you I didn't think feel some kind of way when you found out that she moved got on. Got with somebody? And, no, after because okay. like I literally, it's almost like I put my mind through training camp of what it would be. Yeah. And I think most guys kind of do that. It's like, well, let yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I, I need to yeah. think whatever I need to think, feel how I need to feel, so I can get past this shit and never feel it again. And then that's when you become a player, or you just 
go through relationships because you can never commit to that person again. Mm -hmm. But I never felt Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's the one that got away. And I think with Kevin, that's how I kind of felt like if people are crying after you or Mm -hmm. feeling emotional, they may feel like, hey, I wasn't done there yet. Something could have happened there. But could it be just because they had so much history together? Mm. Like maybe her response wasn't like, damn, I missed out or damn, I want him back. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Because I know for me. But it also means the ending in your mind yeah. to that book, to that chapter. Yeah, like it's, it's done. Over. Right there. Yep. Yeah. There's no coming back. So there's back. some sadness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just like sadness. if you, if Casey yeah. was like, if she came in here today, even with this short period of time, or Frank came in and was like, I'm moving to California. You know, at that point, the yeah. dynamic changes. Right. right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a loss. Yeah. Yeah. And how you deal mm. with that is not everybody knows how to deal with that shit. Mm. Yeah, that's why exes they always come back and shit. Because you just want to go back to what's familiar. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I've never experienced it though. I I have I don't have any what? like where one got away and I felt some kind of way about them moving on. Yeah, me neither. Do you know why I you felt that way? I mean, I the only thing I can think of is maybe like my first love, mm-hmm. maybe my high school love, like when he eventually got married. But it was more of this appreciation. Like mm-hmm. I had no desire to be with him, yeah, right. but I knew he was just a great person. person yeah. And so for me, it was like I was happy for the woman that he was marrying. Like, yeah. girl, you're getting you're getting a you're getting good, a good guy. guy. He just yeah. wasn't that for me. Is that yeah. the one I taught you how to drive? No, not that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> he be trying to put two in the movie. I'm trying to not that story. one. Y'all ain't no. the only ones that can remember shit. I know. Look at you. I'm just saying, no, not I that listen, one. I pay attention. No, this is my high school boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, but I, yeah. I feel like I've never been that one to be like, oh, that's the one that got away because I feel like I've always given everything I had in that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Where some people hold mm-hmm. back, it's like, I don't feel like I really hold back in relationships. Like, that's why you may be like, oh, you're you're being real brute with me or you're mm-hmm. being too honest. How I've talked about like, mm-hmm. I'm just giving you who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like, if I walk away or if we're done, like I did all I can do. Yeah. Even but what about care. when she walks away and you didn't want that thing to be over? I think. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Well, that's I, different. Yeah, that's different. I mean, that's different. But if yeah. you, but I've kind of always manipulated my situations to be that way, <laughs> because I feel like when a woman breaks up with you, you can easily yeah, be done. done with it. Mm. If you got to break up with the woman, then it's like it's going to be some little teetering for a while because right. they don't like just like we have egos. Y'all have egos. Where it's like this nigga walk away from me. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. walked away from True. me. So it's like for a man, I just used to be like, hey. Uh, okay, I understand. You got to go. You got to do what you got to do. I understand. So wait, so you played a long game. Played a right. long game. I mean, but you put it <laughs> so where you don't want to be the person that's breaking the heart. Nah. Mm. Nah. But what if but what if you don't want to be in the relationship anymore? I mean, at some point you just get out of there. But yeah. for the most part, I can always like, mm. no, no woman likes a man who feels like he ain't worried about nothing you're doing. They want somebody to care. I'm good right. at not caring. Exactly. So yeah, most people, just, and you know, and then it, 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 the and then off. if you're dating a woman that looks something, then the niggas are always hitting on her. Mm. So while you're digressing on how you feel, some nigga is saying, "Hey, baby, you're looking yeah, pretty." But yeah. then that's the thing. Now I see thing. how yeah. all of this was applied, and then it's just like, <laughs> all right, boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a method to the madness, yeah. man. That's but that's probably why. I don't. It's like the opposite of ghosting. Yeah, oh, it, okay. is. it is. Kind of. Right. You have, you, you like know you're how, forcing somebody's hand. You know how Bart, like, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. What does that give? What does that give for a homer where he fades into yeah, the bushes? Yeah, fades into the bushes. <laughs> right. That's me. Stop I'm just fading into the goddamn bushes. Eyes wide open. Yeah, but I, I was thinking that if, if I had oh somebody God. who felt that way or I felt that way about it, it probably has to do with how the relationship ended. So if I wasn't mm-hmm. done and she was, then I'd probably still be checking for her. Like, yeah. yo, you know what I'm saying? I had plans for us and shit like that. Now you with another motherfucker. Yeah. 
But this never happens. But how do we get, yeah. I, I want to get mm-hmm. to a point in relationships to where going back to the Hubert Davis and tying it in the knot before we get out of here, like, can we get to a point where people just love who they want to love? And not, not even just race related. Like just if a motherfucker f- likes a big girl, like it's like I've talked about it before where it's been big girls mm. that dudes have liked, yeah. but they mm. won't because of aesthetically what mm. society may think about that. That's but you're fucking happy, bro. I think we're That's there the now. Like I yeah, see more that. of that. We're getting close to it, yeah. but yeah. we all know somebody who's still dating on True. the social curve. But yeah. the come I think on, that man. the social environment helps to perpetuate that though yeah it does you know what I'm saying? Take instagram like social shit. media is he has like we talk about the effects of social media mm. but like how many times we could look at certain pictures and see when somebody's asking for validation mm. mm-hmm. absolutely you can see it you can yep. see when it's promotion of yourself of just promoting yep. the business you can also see when it's a validation picture of i need a bunch of likes yeah, yeah. especially when the pandemic was going on because nobody was going anywhere but you would yeah. still see people dolled up because they needed mm-hmm. that gratification mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. they would no longer get which almost begs to answer the question when people used to say what would you do without social media Mm. when the world stopped even with Robert's Media Group how many podcasts went away so many went away a lot of them you know what I'm saying Yeah. and it's like very Mm. few people who stay consistent it's very few few people who flourish through the pandemic true that relationships Mm -hmm. fucked up Mm -hmm. oh yeah Yeah. big time you know why because people found out they really didn't like the motherfucker that they had at home had to be with them all the time time. (laughs) because yes you may argue and get into it but you also should be able to fare and get through that kind of shit. No question. If yeah. you really like oh, the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. For sure. No doubt. That's tough. But so you just, need space. I mean. Yeah. I think we've learned that. Yeah. That's just important. Mm-hmm. I you, think I was. What was we? Oh, yeah. podcast. You can live the, separately. One of the posts. If you, you can find a different yeah. house. If you can financially oh, yeah. foot the bill. Or oh, not in a different house, different room. Yeah. Or or a different or a place. Different Me and our teens never live together. Yeah, I'm good with that. In the same community. I'm good with that. Down the street. Oh, that's not going to work. Yeah, look cold to say. But you can get over there. You can come over I'm there. You can do whatever. And, and that's what keeps the spice, man. But you got to understand, it's not for everybody, but that's why we talk about you don't have to. I think a lot of times why relationships don't work, too, is because they're still following traditions. Yeah, you go to it. You, you, you fuck, go man. into it and you think, I have to do it this way. Yeah, and sure. you realize that way doesn't work There's for you. And then you do don't it. know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I think you do know I what have, to do, but you feel like it won't be accepted. Yeah, but it's it always the extreme. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I have a question mm-hmm. about this. Speaking of tradition, I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I had a question about it's really about this is a locker room talk. We always do a locker room talk when the ladies are here. But have you ever been speaking of tradition? Have you if you look back at your rosters, right? If tradition said that it was OK for women to propose to you, how many of your exes you think would have proposed to you? Me personally? Yeah. Hmm. Two or three. Yeah. I know one for sure. Mm-hmm. I, and like, she wanted to. She was like, I'll buy you. I was like, no, nah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's a, but I've that. always kind of known, like, I always used to say I wanted to be married and have kids. And then when I really started learning who I was around 26, I was like, this may not be meant for me. And so many people come to me. And, like, even when me and her were together, they used to be like, oh, y'all ain't got kids. Y'all ain't doing this. She may just not be the one. And I'm I like, hate I it. hate it when no, people no, would say that. that. They just don't want that. They would yeah. all just be like, oh, well, you just hadn't met the right one yet. No. And, and, and to me, it was an insult to her. And it I was, was like, yeah. you're one of the best girlfriends I've ever had. And it's like, it made yeah. me mad when people would say that. I would just I be like, bet. you don't really know what you're talking yeah. about. Exactly. Like, yeah, just it's it not, this ain't about that. It's not the end goal for everybody. It's not. And it wasn't, and it still isn't for me. Like, now I'm at the point where, like I say, an exclusive relationship, a dog. I'm good. <laughs> Maybe in two years we could talk about kids, but like mm. a dog and a girl who can live in and be cool. But at my age, it's so hard to find women with no kids, mm-hmm. which goes oh, yeah. back to yeah, we always have these topics of like, how would you do this in dating? But now I'm in that part where it's like, this shit's real. 
And I've been by myself so long. I'm like, I don't know if I could do the kids, which means it has to be a situation where you can live on your own Mm -hmm. and just date until you see Mm -hmm. a better situation down the line. If that person is worth it. And sometimes one person is better than being out in the streets running amok with a bunch of people who don't even got their heads screwed on straight. That's true. Because this is a wild game. I feel sorry for women. Wild, wild west, boy. I feel sorry for women in dating. It's a lot of jack boys out here. (laughs) Like these niggas is like, I don't even like being around them. You don't want to be around a nigga who acting like he in high school. No. Showing booby pictures and dressing like that. You be like all these chains and shit. And it's like, how old are we? Uh, man. Some people never transition. They don't transition. Mm. But that's why I say I like having the conversations because uh, this is where you use the word joker. Some of these jokers just, (laughs) they just don't get, they don't get it. And you don't realize how much you're slowing down life in your Mm -hmm. own circle. You know what I'm saying? When I see people come together and get married, that's great for them. Mm -hmm. But I do like seeing a family structure. But for me, I'm like, you don't have to do it the traditional route. Mm -hmm. Paper changes thing. That's what I was going to say. Carrie and Aiden, season four of Sex and the City. He wanted to be married. Mm-hmm. And remember, she broke out in hives when she went she to shop did. for that dress because <laughs> yeah, she was just she did, like, because that was not the life not, for and, her. But she was just trying to do it because yeah. she loved him. They mm-hmm. got back together after yeah. she mm-hmm. cheated and whatever. She was even wearing a wedding ring around her neck on a necklace, never yes. put it on her finger. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then she had to finally almost broke out in hives again. Damn near crime was like, yeah. Aiden, this is just not, not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. nigga kept trying to persuade her to do it. And you know what? It's so many people that are married out of persuasion. No doubt. And not only persuasion, but but pressure, familiar pressure, societal pressure, all of that. Even when dating, you come across people that think that they can change your mind about Uh, what it is that you want, even though you've been honest and said, no, this is not it. Well, let's just do it anyway and see how it goes. Uh, let's, let, no. let's not. Let's they not. feel like they're the one works. person that's going to be able to change yeah. you. I'm going to change you. <laughs> or they make you feel like you're damaged for thinking that. Yeah. Especially oh, as God. a woman. Yes. I don't want to be married. I don't want to have any more kids. I don't want to do this. Who did wrong? you wrong? Yeah. Right. 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 Nobody. Right. Right. No. right. Why does someone <laughs> right. Nobody. I just figured purpose. out what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, man. So many, And that's why I feel like when you're married, never being married before, you be married 10, 15 years, then you look up and you be like, damn, this ain't really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then or, or that's when it's course. Yeah. And that's why you have mm-hmm. a lot of niggas that get back out here and it's like, they got her 45 and it's <laughs> right. like, nigga, you are in date 20 year old. Yeah. And you be like, come on, bro. Some of y'all niggas is washed. Oh, man. Man. Stop, man. You know what I'm saying? Stop. I don't ever want to be that nigga that's these at the days, bar. It's some, some good looking old ones out yeah, there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, and you and that would be the reason why they still do what they I know. do. Going back to what I'm saying. <laughs> y'all be, whoa, they acting up. Well, these young bitches still paying attention. And these Oh, bitch is still uh, jockey. Yeah, we got the pick of the litter. It's sad. Yeah. It is sad. Especially being a yeah. black man. Mm-hmm. That's just like and with being fucking... someone who's always been attracted to older men. Mm-hmm. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get it. Did you enjoy the, the verses the other day? <laughs> yeah, about I it. forgot about it. I didn't did. watch it. I did. I hey. had a good little time. Did you time. have fun? Yeah. Until Isley take his shirt off. <laughs> I know. You see him, he like his just... skin hanging on a rack. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, like, yo, keep your shirt off, right bro. Here. You good. The yeah, beard. Like, yeah. Look, neck up. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Sexy from the neck up. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're in the skeleton sitting in the car. You're in the gym, cool. Come on now. You know you own every seat you sit in look like a wheelchair. Like, you just... Up in that bitch, shoulders to the ears. You just in that bitch. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I woke up the next morning because I've never watched any verses. Mm. But I woke up and everybody's like, oh, Ron Isaac. She even yeah, said, yeah, you yeah. see Ron Isaac? <laughs> I look at her and I'm like, 
This what y'all? This your, your key? No, it's, it's about, it's like two or three pictures. They got them right. Oh, they got them right. They no question. Right. Oh, I need but to go back The other pictures, yeah. not you so, can tell. Yeah. 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 Run oh, Eyes was yeah. the equivalent of casket shark. That's what that nigga <laughs> you know was, what? bro. Literally. Casket clean. That, yeah. Had his grays yeah. all over. Because when I saw him, I was like, oh, let me go to his page. And I'm looking through the page. You know what I'm saying? What he going to do to you? Dick hanging to his knees because all the elasticity out of his dick. Elasticity. It's gone. going the other way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's done. Booty hanging. Like, no, man. I'm telling you, I'm putting a do not resuscitate after 70, nigga. When your ass started hanging, I went to meet my homeboy the other day. We was getting coffee when I went and met Ian. This, this old white dude came out with his wife. It was cute, but I was just like, somebody need to be bringing him coffee. He sliding his little feet. He, wa- he wasting all he the coffee. He wants to be oh, independent. Yeah, Let him he want, be independent. Yeah, he was soggy. I said, his pamper need to be changed. Oh, man. Like, you, you gotta, somebody got to take, right. get me out of here, bro. I got to figure that out what that's going to look like. That's what I'm saying. You People don't think about this <laughs> take shit. Take care of your body now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You got as to much as you cleanse. can. Take your vitamins. Yeah. Do all yeah. that yeah. shit. Wash behind your ears. All of that. Clean out your nails. And people so they want to deal with with you when you get old. That is so true. fucking true. That's the main thing. I'm That's a good a, point. I'm going to have a problem with that. What? Being kind of? Yeah. I could be pretty. So hard. you don't think people want to deal with you as an old person? I don't know. I don't you got like so. seven years. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Can you remember I'm the same age? Oh, yeah. Him, I forgot, so I forgot. Please don't, I forgot. don't you rush in my there life. Now. You went you in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is a fear. Like, I know for it's not a fear because we are aging well. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I look at you guys as a barometer. I think that's when you measure something. I don't know. I that's just threw it out there to see if it sounds good. Okay. That's it. So I look at you guys because it's like Artesia in 10, 15 years, like, Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I yeah. look across the table and it's like, okay, yeah. you that's can, great. You're and you can, and you can look, but that's the thing. You could darken that in like all the I niggas could, in Hollywood. Yeah, you I just could. choose not to, and you're still <laughs> right, good. Right. So it's like it's good to have a barometer in yeah. front of you saying, okay. Yeah. When I good. look at him, I still be like, okay, if that's what I'm gonna be at, yeah. however yeah. age he is, it's like 46. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got time. <laughs> I can still do this. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna put you in the fifties. Yeah. But you look at that and you say, damn, I can. This is what the next five to six years look like. Right. Yeah. Which is why That's we great. still kind of you got to figure out how you want to move. You yeah, to, you do. Because you, you are to. going into the second chapter of your life. I feel Ooh. like. Yeah. But the game is everything we didn't know from like fourteen to thirty six to thirty seven. We didn't know none of that. We got a good infrastructure. Oh no, now. we have knowledge. We know now. We, we have, have knowledge so and we have access. And that's why people that say, knowledge. "I don't ever want to go back to being that age. I don't want to be a teenager nah. again." Unless I can bring Not this me. knowledge yeah, with right. me. Yes. Oh yeah. But then, if I could bring I the knowledge, I would be a beast. Listen. Yeah, a beast is an understatement. Be- yes. If I could bring the a knowledge, crack it'd be a problem. <laughs> it would be a mess. <laughs> but Ooh. when you think about that, it's just like Ooh, the game that you have, and that's why you get to a point where I say your kids should be unstoppable mm-hmm. agreed like the way she raises her kids mm-hmm. i don't know your situation but like just knowing like mm-hmm. the kids man yep, yeah. like all this game you got and that's, that's right. one reason why i do think about kids because i'm just like i can make an amazing young man right and a woman mm-hmm. you know but like a young man because men are lacking these days i feel mm-hmm. no doubt. so to be able to make one that stands for something that moves a certain way and you got that game early man man that's a beautiful thing it is you can still do it though <laughs> Yeah, I just don't know. That's just tough, boy. When you look at the world. You got mentors, you know, so you could be a mentor to some young. That's about it because I think about for y'all, I'm like, y'all kids, like yours about to start driving, yours be driving soon. And you thinking about your kid leaving the house where you ain't there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You can't protect him from everything. You got that. And you look at yourself and you you think it's okay until you have to let the reins go. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn. Mine, he can I'm not ready. The side roads. <laughs> <laughs> because oh. you, and that's the difference, too, being I'm raised in Dallas. Yeah. 
Cause traffic up here is yeah. Say man, oh man, it's you see scary. you see adults driving like bitches out there. You like yo, <laughs> motherfucker, you can't deal. Get out of here. Get off. You go kill us. You Please go to, to the service road. road. And, what, and so let's let's be let's do a little. The reality is this ain't no little disc, uh, <laughs> riddles and shit. But like when somebody's driving crazy in Texas and they ain't on the road, right? What you think it is? A Mexican? <laughs> you can't. I guarantee if you drive up close, you like, man, that's probably a Mexican or old white lady. I don't know. The question. I don't know, but that, I mean, do we not think that? I don't think you know. What I don't think that, but I'm not from here. Yeah, so. that is true. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I, if I see that? a beat up car, you be like, that's a Mexican driver. They getting like, out of pocket. Let me get away from you because yeah. you probably ain't let got me no speed by. You know what? I, I do lie. think about that insurance though. Now that's yeah, that's the thing. I think because it is a scam that they be having out here where they be getting in front of you, jerking on their brakes, hoping you run into the back of it, and hoping you're just gonna pay something. Yeah, yep. it always happened around 8th Street and 35. Oof, let me stay away from there. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my. I can't pay it. I can't, I I can't don't, pay it. That's not right. Mm. Yeah, well, that's well, what happens. There's a lot of scams out there. Karma. Before we get out of here, um, I think you, you, you're coming back next season. Uh, uh, do we have a next season? Have we determined? Yeah, we're going to have a next season. <laughs> we're going to take a good break. We get voted back in. We're going to take a, I, it's, it's getting past the point of not voting. I mean, y'all here now. <laughs> Everybody like it. It honestly, to me, it feels like it's been longer than one season. I know, yeah. right? How yeah. many episodes? It's been great. I think this shit, shit we did like 20, I know it was it at least 25. Like yeah. It. Damn. Yeah. 25 to 27. Like and we normally only do 20. Mm-hmm. So we like, we've been going. The pandemic wow. actually drew it out Extended, because we didn't do yeah. nothing for mm-hmm. like the first couple of months. Yeah. I just refuse to do Zoom episodes. No, we got, we got a, we got a, we got, we got one in. I want to. Well, we're going to do it on, we're going to be doing yeah. it on what you call now, mm-hmm. Riverside, Riverside FM. FM. So in our off season, y'all will still get some content from yeah. us. It's just going to be the Riverside FM. You have no a doubt. mic. All you got to do is get mic, that little baby. auxiliary cord. Yeah, I'll get the cord. And Casey, your stuff always sounds pretty good because you do your thing. I got a new yeah. mic too. You got one? So yeah, I haven't I, used it yet on my live, but I have one. I'm ready to get into it, man. Mm-hmm. And we really want to start trying to bring you guys in through Zoom mm-hmm. to where we can meet some of the listeners. A lot of people keep that reaching out. Yeah, that'd be dope. So, a I, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of meet and greet. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be said because, I mean, you can't control all of that shit. That's but okay. well, you can. I'm pretty can sure it's going to be a yeah. good time. We'll have to find somebody to moderate. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, mute. Type it in the chat. Right. We'll decide if we want to answer it. <laughs> yeah, we got to get these rules together because we make sure everybody muted. We need to be able to mute everybody. I want to spend the whole time saying, and, hey, I mute know, your that's mic. The worst. Yeah. Can we get everybody to mute, please? Right. That's why I, I hate said, being in rooms like so that. So do I. We, that's why I said we need to have some kind of control where we can shut that shit down, man. Yeah, no doubt. No, so you have to have a Zoom producer. I mean, yeah. seriously, exactly. like somebody yeah. has to run. That's gonna that. be my job. I'll yeah. take that. Cool. That way, I don't have to answer no questions. No, we be out. You got to be out. You have to answer. Yeah. We'll, we'll share the role. So I want to say, man. I want to say. Um, I think uh, a part of getting older is like realizing and being thankful for people. Um, for me, in the next season, I definitely want to be more communicative with you guys and, and talk to you guys. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you guys want to come back. Thanks for consistently being here, putting up with my shit for another season. Thank you, Frank, for being here, yes, putting sir. up with my shit. Thank you. And also, like I said, when I want to quit, like pushing me and saying, oh, don't change. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Casey, I'm going to get to know her a little bit more going sure. into the next season. But it's like I, I, I like the dynamic of everybody being here. Mm-hmm. Everybody brings something to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels weird when all of us are not here. Cause like mm-hmm. I even told Artiz when we were going home last week, I was like, shit felt good. Like yeah. Yeah. it's one of those things to where even when we man. don't are together, when we come back together, it's like, yo, the shit yeah. just keeps going. Yeah, it flows. So I just want to say, I appreciate you motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I'm glad you guys Thank came you. through. I appreciate we you jokers too. Y'all yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Crock a frock. Crock. You know what I'm saying? Thanks we're going to take bucket. a real break, man. For, yeah. I, I think we're going to try after the bonus episode from Chicago. Maybe I know at least two weeks. I want to just just chill. I want to put a bet on this because so what? You what can I not do? This. No episode. 
I'll still post shit on social media. Of course. Of course. But no episodes. No, yeah. we won't be in the studio. Mm-hmm. At least a month. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's good. Y'all, no, want y'all want in on the bit? <laughs> oh, you you don't think you don't he think gonna he's be gonna, gonna make it? it? He never does. Never. Serious? So never. Not one, not one never? So never. this is Saturday. Outside no. of Chicago next week, I have to go to the first week of July without coming in the studio. Oh, hell no. T- I want in on that bet. <laughs> yeah. wait, a July? Minute, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Maybe. That's more oh, than April. a month. April. <laughs> yeah. So the first <laughs> so week of June. June. Yeah. yeah. So it's all, all of May. And all of May. Nothing. Outside of like Riverside, no studio work. Okay. I think I can go to after your birthday, though. When's your birthday? First week of May. June. June. 4th. Oh, June 4th. Yeah, so like the second week of June. Okay. I think we'll I can do it. Because we'll we got a lot of shit we're going to be doing. What, what, what DMX song y'all want to go out to, man? Casey, you got one? Ooh. What you really want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's oh, the one. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is yeah. the one. That's, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's the end. I, do you, you all remember what? that video? Yes. Oh, man. I, I thought I was oh, Cisco. I literally oh. remember no. driving Cisco's my mom's purple man, neon. I had a wristband on and I had some. I had a wristband. Yeah, I had a wristband because you know it was in the early night, in the late night. You didn't have a ski goggles? No, I didn't have a ski goggles, but I had a headband. I had a white T on and some overalls. Oh, some Timberland boots. Because that's how them niggas used to wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timberlands, huh? Yeah. TK, I'm impressed. Yeah, man. There's a lot of niggas who fuck with that shit. That's how they got down, huh? Yeah. All right. You do that Timbaland thing, man. I, like I couldn't that. do that one hand stand though. That nigga Cisco still wild. Yeah, he, he is. Some, I he was on somebody live the other day and he flipped into the lens, yeah. into the camera. <laughs> I said, this nigga still wild. Still doing it. <laughs> he got at Cisco least be 43. Yeah, my elbow would have snapped. They had some good. Vi- they had some good videos back. <laughs> they then. did. They did. They started doing that Matrix thing when the yeah. Matrix came. But we can't watch that. If you tr- just think if niggas try to come out doing that shit right now, though, yo, <laughs> acting like Jareel. Check it, man. I, I watched uh, a Michael Jackson video the other day. <laughs> it's a different world so now, different, man. man. You, know? you ain't even got to dance. Oh, that's why everybody appreciates Chris Brown. Yeah. Yes, I love Chris. They Brown. They appreciate this nigga. I don't that's care nobody. real talent. That's At, talent. He, be, he better he dance than Michael Jackson. He can dance his ass off. I don't care about nobody. He better than Mike, bro. And that's he only can because sing he, and he doesn't Mike, get bro. out of breath. No, right. he doesn't. He's in good okay, shape. Wait, yeah. I know we're going <laughs> to Oh, you want to watch it? <laughs> we ready whenever you are, Spider. <laughs> she want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo. What these bitches want from a nigga? <laughs> Many name them bitches. <laughs> All of them. What these bitches want from a nigga? Let's go. Is this the remix? When they be like, la 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 la. Nah, this sounds like you know what I'm talking about. Dog, I meet bitches, discreet bitches, street bitches, slash, cocoa puff, sweet bitches, make you wanna eat bitches, but not me. Y'all niggas eat off the plate all you want, but not me. I fucks with these hoes from a distance. The instant they start to catch feelings, I start to steal in their shit, then I'm out just like a thief in the night. I sink my teeth in the bite. You think your life, I'm thinking more like, what's up tonight? Come on, ma, you know I got a wife. And even though that pussy tight, I'm not gonna jeopardize my life. So what is it you want from a nigga? I gave you, you gave me. Bitch, I blaze you, you blaze me. Nothing more, nothing less. But you at my door, willing to confess that it's the best you ever test. Better than all the rest. I'm like, alright, girlfriend. Hold up. I gave you what you gave me, boo. Enough. This shit's so classic, man.
I think what flavor of these new Dunkin' Coconut Refreshers you get says a lot about you. Really? What's it say about me? Well, you got the refreshing golden peach because you're vibrant, fun, and positive. Oh, what about me? The bold purple pomegranate means you're vibrant, fun, and positive. I take it I got this delicious pink strawberry because I'm vibrant, fun, and positive. Yeah, it's a simple system, really. Share the shine. Enjoy a medium Dunkin' Coconut Refresher for $3. Order ahead plus earn rewards. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer excludes classic Dunkin' Refreshers. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.